Welcome to the Man Dog Pod with me, Dan Lippert, and my co-host, Ryan Rosenberg. Hello, everybody, and hello, Dan. How are you, Hi, buddy? I'm good. I didn't say it's the Improv and Conversation Podcast. I want everyone to hear that. I yeah. forgot to say it. Well, uh, it is Improv and Conversation. That's right. If you're listening to the free version of this episode, I just want to let you know now before we forget, you can get... All of our episodes, uh, the full backlog, and the video of this episode and all our other ones at patreon.com backslash you're the man now dog. Just uh, subscribe. See what, see if you like it. Five bucks for a month. If you hate it, we'll give you... Just, not, if you hate it, you hate it. If yeah. you hate it, you hate it. That's the thing. You get, sometimes you buy things, they're not good, and you go, oh, I won't buy that again. And sometimes the bread is moldy. You know what I mean? Well, you didn't expect it, but it happens. That's exactly right. Yeah. But this bread, my friends, is... If even if it's stale, you can throw it in a meatball, right? That's right. That's right. Especially today's episode. Today's episode will guaranteed be meatball level. Oh, this is meatball level episode, absolutely, yeah. which is a high compliment. Huge. Uh, uh, we're very excited about our guests today, so let's bring them to the forefront. Uh, first guest, looking at her right now, uh, you you probably know her from the new Netflix special, Nate. It's Natalie Palomitas. Hi, Natalie. Hey, howdy. How's it going? Ryan and Dan. What it's, is up? It's going. We should say now that nothing is normal, even though we're still doing an improv podcast. The world is wild. The uh, world certainly is, yes. But for 90 minutes, I hope to not be sad and scared. <laughs> How That'll are you? That'll be a change for sure. I'm all right. I am so uh, just chilling. I was going to say stuck on the East Coast, but I could leave if I wanted, I guess. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm just chilling on the East Coast for now, enjoying the brisk breeze and uh, some time with my family dog. Oh, what's oh. your dog's name? Lucy. She's Hi, kind Lucy. of a cunt. I miss Coco. Coco was the dog, you know, that I grew up with, and we got Lucy when I went off to college. And mm. um, we never properly bonded, and you know, the, sometimes she'll growl at me. And the other night I was petting her before I went to sleep and she growled at me. And then in the middle of the night, she pushed the door open and came up onto my bed as if to apologize. You know, mm. I was like, oh, is this your offering, you know, like some sort of peace offering? And uh, we've had a better understanding of each other since then. But, you know, initially I was like, does this chick not like me or like what's she going through? Right. And uh, we found out actually that she had a thyroid problem. She's been much nicer. She used to be much cuntier, and then she got her <laughs> thyroid meds, and she's been much sweeter and less bald ever since. Yeah, really less bald. That's yeah, mm -hmm. how nice. Yeah. So, so do you think that? Back. Do you think that her cuntiness was because of her self consciousness about her looks, or because of discomfort <laughs> from the thyroid? Well, I think it could have been a little bit of both. You know, when you're not feeling yourself, and you're not feeling yourself you know it puts you in a certain wow mood you know what i'm saying yeah like, absolutely you're a little bit irritable you know when you're sick and you're not sure what's going on and nobody right. can help you you know you're going to the vet time and time again and my mom had taken lucy to the vet countless times and they couldn't figure out and then my mom figured it out on her own 
for a little bit of Googling. I'm like, what are these assholes <laughs> really? for if we got to figure this shit out? What are they doing? Right. These vets are not doctors. They're just people who like animals. Exactly. This is not fair. I know. Well, yeah, take the, some classes or some shit. There's those snarky, you know, posters or mugs that say your your Google search is not equal to my medical degree. And I, <laughs> yeah, to me, better. it seems like, yeah, it's better. <laughs> More information. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, speaking of people who love animals, let's bring on our other guest, Mr. Peter Banifaz. Hello. Hello, everyone. Hello, Peter. Hi, Peter. Peter is an animal lover. I've heard some animal stories from Peter that really surprised me. Not to really? throw, not yeah. to throw you into some huge premise, Peter. Like, uh, like you have a big thing, but yeah, this don't feels you have like roosters? Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. It feels like comics unleashed. Well, uh, well, growing up, I had not two roosters, but chickens, chickens, which is the female version of rooster. Uh, See, yeah, he knows. And um, yeah, so I had, I grew up with a couple of different generations of uh, chickens. Yeah, and, I chickens uh, I raised... too. Eh, no. Um, right now, <laughs> you can see how excited I get when people are talking chicken. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many, how many chickens did you raise? Was it like a whole? Uh, I just had two chickens and then, uh, you know, I got them as an Easter gift when they were chicks and we had to give them away when they got a little bit too big and then they drowned. Anyway, story for another time. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Well, uh, well I, I, I well, have... <laughs> They drowned. Did you follow their story after you gave them away? Is that what? Well, or did you know the people you gave up. them to? I don't want to steal Pete's chicken thunder right now, but we can we can come back to it if you like. I want to hear more about Pete's chickens. Okay, yeah. <laughs> let, let's get back to the the Banifaz thunder here. Well, I got to tell you, her thunder seemed much more interesting regarding uh, that story. Now, now I'm really curious. My my chicken stories aren't that interesting, except that. Uh, I have set. Well, I'll tell you this. I don't think that many people. I think few people have separated more chicken fights than I have. Like, <laughs> that's pretty interesting. You don't know how many chickens I've seen fight and how wow. many times I've separated. I got this. I got so good at it. I would literally separate chicken fights with one hand. Like, I just go immediately wow. go right between them. Not a beak would touch a beak, my friends. Damn, you're not going to uh, make money that way, Banifaz. No, and I and I, I lost money that way. But, <laughs> no, but the thing is, chickens chickens are on chickens are like people. They're so fucking ruthless with each other. All they do is pick on each other and beat the shit out of each other. Especially if you don't have a rooster, because when you have a rooster there, for the most part, not all roosters, but most roosters will make sure that chickens don't fight each other. But or at least will will they they won't feel comfortable bullying each other in front of the rooster. Huh. When the rooster's not there. Everyone's just beating everyone's up. That is like way. elementary school. Chicks are the, a play. The chickens will play. They should yeah. call it a chick fight instead of a cat fight then. If chicks fight more often than cats, I mean, I don't know. I haven't really seen cats fight that much. Honestly, I think it should be more chicken fight. You're right? Yeah. Because chickens fight and they're absolutely, again, ruthless. I'm going to keep saying it. Damn. Ruthless. ruthless. <laughs> so well, chicken I'm- fighting isn't so inhumane then if they're just going to do it anyway. No, it's the money on it. Dem- it's. I think if they naturally fight, it's one thing. But when you force them to fight, that's the inhumane part. The thing is, my whole thing was trying to get them not to fight. Like I literally screamed at chickens at the, almost the top of my lungs, going, "Stop! Your sisters, you guys are sisters." Uh-huh. And bring, bring uh, in a little bit of the emotional connection for the chickens, trying yeah, to reason I, with them. Yeah, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. They're not stupid, but they're not smart either. 
Actually, it's been about five minutes in, and ever the animal lover, you start by calling a, a what I'm guessing is a gorgeous dog a cunt, and then trying to justify <laughs> cockfights pretty quickly. <laughs> you know, it's part of my brand. I'm like an edgy, off-color comedian. That was very edgy of you. You know, and part of that persona is, you know, sometimes saying stuff you don't mean. Of Absolutely. course, I don't want cockfights going on and you know i love my dog even though she can be a cunt yes that's Um, really big that's how i really feel um it's all persona it is interesting hearing this chicken story that the calling someone chicken or playing chicken the like driving game where you're driving at each other is about who chickens out who's the more scared but it sounds like that's a misnomer well I, I, i would say half an hour chickens are tough but they're also scared because chickens mm. really don't have a like. What do they do? They can't unless they they peck each other. They can't like like let's say a dog chases a chicken. Chicken can't peck the dog for the most part. Chickens really have no defenses against most animals. The only thing they can do is run. So they I can't think fly. That's where they they can't fly. Right. They, like they, and so it's like they want to. You can tell they want to bad. <laughs> it's nothing is sadder than looking into a chicken's eyes, knowing it wants to fly, but it really can't fly much. And the chicken's like, I mean, it's the ultimate imprisonment on earth to have wings mm. and see everybody else with wings skirting around the stars. And you're just stuck in your coop with a bunch of your sissies poop around. You know what I'm saying? Totally. Absolutely. <sighs> I, That's it, the number one complaint that chickens get. That you must have pissed give, off God. You must have pissed him <laughs> off. Uh, N- Natalie, do we want to touch on this this thunder story here, or do you want to well, move on from drowning sure, chickens? Sure, sure. So, you know, my I got little baby chicks for Easter, and as they started getting big, my mom said, we can't have these in the house anymore. So I had to give them away to a farm where uh, one of my classmates, it was her family farm, And uh, her name was Nicole. And one day, uh, you know, she was like whispering and looking at me and kind of laughing. And I was like, what? What? And she looks over from her friend to me and said, your chicken's drowned. (laughs) Wow. You know, kind of like laughing, like chuckling a little bit. I was like, what the fuck? This girl's fucked up. You know, I was like 11 10, 11 years old. And, um, yeah, so they had the chickens in this pen that was kind of like a plastic wall. And they were away one day for a few hours, and it flooded in a terrible rainstorm, and they drowned. That's not not funny news to break to a little kid. No, No. it's fucked up. I mean, yeah, I mean, she was also a little kid also. For sure. You know, she was kind of a cunt, (laughs) like my dog. But, um, That's like, go ahead, beat her. I'd love to. I'd love to beat her up. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'd love <laughs> to beat her up at that no, age or right on. now. Peter, you sound like at, a chicken. At that, Peter, come on, that's your sister. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but uh, I'm. Uh, I commend you for uh, going through that, Natalie, and not letting it make you bitter. Thanks, Peter. Well, <laughs> you know. I'm an edgy comedian now for <laughs> for some reason. So something I got yeah. scarred along the way somewhere. We just traced it right back to that. Mm-hmm. That was it. That was the one. That's right. I'm going to uh, try a little scene here. Let's see. Okay. okay. From... <clears throat> um. All right, uh, Gabriel. 
Gabriel, come into the come into God's office. Yeah. Gabriel, yes, time, uh, it's time to make some changes to the animals. Uh, okay. uh, I'm a little peeved with a few of them, and I'd like to make a few changes here. Uh, sure. Whatever you just, want. Well, let's start with the chickens. The chickens pissed me off. They, they pissed me off. They crapped what everywhere. They, they crapped they everywhere. They don't really respect me. I said, let there be light, and they were kind of loud. You heard that, right? Yeah. No, totally. I'll, I'll I talk just, to them. I had to say, let there be light three times because yeah, the no. first guys, you know, it's, well, it's a, they don't really have ears. You know, you kind of like missed that when you were going about, you know, their oh, OK, this feels anatomy. like a blame thing now. This feels no, like no, a blame no, thing. Not, it's not my fault all. they don't have ears. I didn't no, God, miss please. the ears. Oh, they don't. Fucking I, look, Christ. I think you could talk to them. You could try your best, but we've talked to them already. I say take away something. Take away flight. Let's make no. them. Gra- yes. You Keep wouldn't. the wings. Keep the wings so they know every day. Uh, who they are and pardon my french fucking with okay you son of a bitch you gabriel. dirty son of a bitch gabriel what are you gonna got- do what? huh okay look i mean you're my right hand guy all right so i don't yeah, want to but, but you, you have see- me here for a reason oh you know what gabriel i'll tell you what i'll do um. All right. Let's go. Do talk back to me one more time, and you'll see. I've got an idea. One more time. All right. So watch your mouth, just so you know it's gonna get bad if you talk back to me. All okay, right. I won't. I won't. All right. Emus. Let's uh, take away flight again on those guys. Oh, fucking fuck you, piece of fuck. Gabriel, <laughs> you have never talked this way to me. All right. That's it. Uh, uh, Gabriel, we're going. Uh, I'm, I'm your uh, right hand man for a reason. I got to be honest with you. Don't you keep me around for for that for that purpose? Look, Gabriel, I'm giving you. Uh, here's the deal. I'm giving you huge nipples, but they can't make milk. You can't you can't feed kids, and that's all men from now on because of you. <laughs> oh, all men what? from now on. No, men are gonna be so pissed. They can't make milk. <laughs> oh, shit. They cannot make milk, and you know what? They can't give life anymore. Men can't Whoa. give life. That's only women now, Fuck. Gabriel. Do not fuck talk back you. to me. I'll fu- fuck you. Stop talking back to me. <laughs> fuck you. You make them in your own image. You don't want them to be able to have. Now they're going to rely on women. They're going to be chasing tail all, all the time just to just to for this endless need to spread their seed. Is that what you want? Is that what you want? I look, that is such a extrapolation. That is just one possibility. I think that men will realize how mu- how much they should respect women for what they give to they give birth and make their own children. I think it might be a good lesson for them, and that and they will know not to talk back to their elders or their gods like me. God damn it! Now Stop we're gonna... don't use my name in vain. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Hey God. Hey Sorry. God. Yeah, Charles. I heard we don't have to. Heard we don't have to respect you anymore. I heard you were kind of a little bitch. No, okay, no, no, no. <laughs> See, this is what happens when you let people get away with insubordination. Charles, I am not a quote little bitch, and you shouldn't use that language anyway. Hey, well, I wish you would you would bring back that eighth day, okay? Because that's when the rest of us got to chill. And you took that shit away, and it was stupid. So bring that shit back. Okay, uh, first of all. There are polite ways to make requests. There's a system. There's the suggestion box, which, by the way, I'm sending a memo out because nobody is using the suggestion box. 
All right. Oh, fucking Christ. Now this guy wants a box. He has a whole freaking universe, and now he needs a box. Can't just please send it this to guy. us. We Just send it to us. We'll hear you. Yeah, okay. it's called I'm putting ESP. your balls on the outside. All men, balls on the outside now. What? Inside Whoa. organs on the outside. Someone touches them, it's going to hurt. What are doing? I, who knows? Who knows? Flick. How'd that feel, Charles? Oh, <laughs> God. Oh, God. Watch it. Watch it. Don't use it in vain. Oh, God's a bitch. <laughs> God's a motherfucking little bitch. Oh, there's no consequences. He just doesn't like it when we talk to him like this, but there's nothing happens. Uh, I can hear you. Stop. This is so mean. It's hurting my feelings. All right. Father, father, it is I, your son on earth, Jesus. Uh, yes, dude. What's up, Jesus? Father. My boy. I, uh, I don't know how, how other, other way to put this, but my balls drop, Father. What? <laughs> why has thou forsaken, forsaken me? Oh, yeah. That's why, <laughs> by the way, I also did that. Now, if your tummy hurts, you make little farts and they stink. I fartsaken everybody, all right? You've all been fartsaken, and it's because of these two right here. You have them to blame, Jesus. Uh, why are you so fucking spiteful, God? Yeah, fuck you. You know what, God? Damn you. Damn you to hell, God. Okay. They're right. Fuck you, you little bitch ass fool. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus, do it, Jesus. Get him. <laughs> Fuck you, <laughs> Fuck that fool. You know what? I, I, whatever this hell is you're talking about, I, you can all go there and try to start your own little universe down there because it's not as easy you as you think. Uh. Didn't seem that hard to me. Oh, shut up, Charles. I, oh, what are you gonna do, Charles? All right, you're some little loser with his balls on the outside. Yeah, I'm like the one guy who's not like a deity up here or whatever. I'm just Charles. <laughs> yeah, I never even heard of Charles before. Well, maybe that means I'm pretty good, huh? If I'm not even special, and yet I'm in heaven talking to the big man. I guess all right, so. all of you, please. I think we can come to some sort to an agreement that we we can't be arguing all the time. This is my universe. I created you all, and you should be a little uh, grateful, right? Wow. Can we a say little, narcissistic yeah. personality disorder? Serious. I should have never given you that DSM-4, all right? Because you've been diagnosing me with all sorts of disorders. I am not narcissistic. I'm not bipolar, all right? I'm just I angry just sometimes. I just call it like I see it. Eating I just call disorder, like I you're getting big and fat. <laughs> Absentee father, anybody? Absentee father? Let me just... Yes, All right, Jesus, kid. Jesus, you got a little. I, 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 I think I just figured out a little lesson for you, Jesus. When you <laughs> no, get back there, no, what? No, Why? Why? That's just a wait, little wait. lesson. It's a little one of Whoa. my little lessons. With <laughs> Hold on a second. Hey, what are you, what are you Romans doing in here? Hey, get, hey, get off me! Hey, get off me! Dad, what's going on? Dad, don't Dad. do anything, Charles. Don't do that. Bye. <laughs> that was fucked up, God. Oh, dude, you really are an asshole. Uh, what Seriously. have I proven with every time you say something mean about me? Something, but you're you're not just affecting yourselves. Every man for all of humanity is going to have problems. <laughs> all right, if you do this, all right, can you just all right. take the high road, look past it for once, take a joke, man. Yeah. Are these jokes? Are they jokes? Would you call me a little bitch and an asshole? And- <laughs> Only because they get a rise out of you. I mean, all right, fine. Obviously, you built the whole universe. We think you're good, or whatever. Yeah. I'll keep my cool. All right. Yeah. <sighs> all right. Okay. All right. Let's see. If you wanted to change the tails on pigs. 
Yeah, funny little tales. That's uh, just funny little little girls on those guys. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I can do that. All right. Make them fucking fat. Make them huge. Damn, you're fucked up. I'm starting to like it now. (laughs) I'm starting to like it. It's pretty good. What Uh, if God was was one of of us? us? Right? That's a great question. Just name Bob like one of us. (laughs) Just one of us. When you look at it that way, like how fucked he is to like make chickens like animals that can't fly, like he is kind of just like one of us, like some mm-hmm. insecure, like ego obsessed asshole. Yeah. I mean, uh, we got to the bottom of religion right here today. Uh, yes, uh, we debunked. So. I think we debunked and discovered how Christianity started and maybe ended. <laughs> Hmm. Now, one of the reasons we had you both on is we wanted to try a thing with our show that we haven't really done yet and have people on who make things that like are impressive, inspiring, or exciting to us. Uh, and both of you do that and have done that. So we wanted to talk a little bit about it and also direct people's attention towards those things in case they aren't aware of them. Uh, Natalie, I love Nate. Uh, I didn't get to see it live. Uh, I saw Laid, but Nate on Netflix is such a fun special. How do you sell it Thank to people? You. Or how do you describe it when you're describing it? Oh, I'm really bad at it. I guess uh, I say that I play like a douchebag with a heart of gold on his journey to find love in a post-Me Too era. But, I mean, I guess like that's maybe the the corporate way like nice corporate way of saying it maybe like when i wrote my edinburgh description i was like uh full of like rubber wieners and titties grabbing show <laughs> um that's both maybe pretty, both work maybe all okay. of it works yeah yeah titty grabbing <laughs> slinging wiener show if you like that stuff tune I- in Maybe I'm like a little desensitized because that stuff was like the sell. It's it's like how people talk about the show. It's like she's on stage topless for the whole thing as yeah, a man, yeah. and you draw body hair on yourself, and you have a fake big long penis that uh, involves itself in the show. And yeah, threw uh, my dad through a loop. <laughs> the penis or the the nudity or everything. Uh- yeah, all of the above, yeah. Do you tell your parents <laughs> what it's going to be? Do you tell them what it was going to be before he saw it? Or was it like word got out? Well, they had been hearing about the show as I had been making it for like two years before the special came out. And I always said to them, you can't see it because you'll have a conniption. And they did. They didn't even like laid. And I'm not naked in that show. I'm just like laying a bunch of eggs, which, you know, isn't like... <laughs> I don't see what's so, you know, uh, incorrect about that, that they would, what they would find incorrect about it. But they said I'm not ladylike in laid. So I knew they definitely wouldn't like Nate um, because I'm literally not playing a lady in that. Anyways, my dad said, I'm glad your grandparents are dead. <laughs> so I didn't have to see this. But then a couple of days later, after I got some good reviews, he was like, I apologize, Nat. Seems like people like it. So what do I know? But yeah. <laughs> Did you, cool. is that, do you appreciate that? Or is it the initial reaction that is like more? I mean, it's definitely like funny uh, in hindsight. Initially, like, I, initially, I laughed at his reaction, but then it was so relentless, like all the messages and emails I was getting about 
how much shame I should feel like for my family. He told me I should get a stage name so that my like younger cousins don't have to explain that they're related to me or whatever. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> and then, you know, it hurt my feelings a little bit. And I was like, dad, you know, chill out. And then I just stopped res- responding. Anyway, this isn't a therapy session, but. Uh, I asked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, no, it's it's funny to me, like how worked up they got about it but um mm-hmm. i knew they wouldn't like it that's why i never would let them see it right um yeah what was the question i kind of yammered on uh, <laughs> i don't remember but i th- i was i like uh, oh, what i was saying like that stuff is like the cell and i think i'm like a little desensitized so and i saw it on tv instead of in person mm-hmm. so i was if i found it a little less like shocking mm-hmm. i just thought it was very uh like viscerally interesting and engaging for the whole thing. Thanks uh, for saying. And I think that the it was like I don't it, it it's this weird it's like an honest way of presenting a conversation that you don't know the answer to. I think a lot of people watch like art or whatever like a solo show and they they feel like talked down to. I yeah, I fucking hate that shit. And My, that, yeah. Go ahead. Well, the whole purpose of the show is just to initiate a conversation around the subject matter. And I, I am very much against preaching any sort of message to anybody. I, I hate that. It's like, that's not a way to get people to engage in new ideas by telling them what to think. You have to ask them what they think. And then you guys can come to an understanding through meaningful discourse, you know, but, um, yeah, when people preach things, I think I disagree with that way of going about, you know, sending a message or trying to get some sort of outcome. Yeah. yeah. How do you guys feel about, um, it, like, I am terrified of doing anything, testing something out in front of a small audience. And mm. I feel like that's like what you had to do to make this show. Yes. Like, you did it a ton at small theaters and like you did it a million times. A bajillion times. And that is uh, so scary and either unfun to me or just truly scary. Like I I, I could do an improv show for six people, but a thing hmm. I actually like wrote, I, it, it the idea of advertising it and doing it is like horrifying to me. Yeah, well, you know, it does suck to have like four people in the audience or something, especially when you're trying out new material. But the way I see it is if you can get, a laugh when the room is that empty, then it must work. Yeah. Um, so it's a way to just really challenge whatever you're trying out. Interesting. Yeah. I like, I did one show once at UCB that was kind of like driven. It was like about me. It was driven by my name. Like usually it's like big grande or an improv show or whatever. And only like six people came and I took it Aww. so personally as like, oh, uh, I advertised this so hard. I did so, I like walked the line, handed out cards like a, a bunch of nights in a row. And, and it, it was, didn't have a turnout? No. And it was like a really fun cast too. And, uh, you know, it was like a game show I hosted with like uh, a lot of fun, exciting people. And so I took it so personally that I haven't really done that again because it made me feel like, oh, people don't want to see me. Wow. Oh, I mean, that's really a shock. That's a surprise. You're a big pull. Oh, wow. Thanks, Natalie. You're huge. <laughs> Come on. UCB royalty. Damn. Do you guys... It must have just been a weird night. Yeah. Well, maybe. Maybe it was... I mean, it was on September 11th, 2001. 
Hmm. Uh, it's going to time slot. Yeah, there was something else. <laughs> there, was, uh, there was a bigger show that night, I think. That's a great way to say it. That's a great way to say it. Have you guys ever done that? Uh, Like, Peter, have you ever done that? Like, put up a thing that was kind of like purely your own? You you know, done that, workshopped it, and all that stuff? You know, I actually haven't, believe it or not. I never did, like, uh, I've done all the shows I've done UCB. I never did a solo show. I had done shows where it was just me and a couple of other people or whatnot, but it was never something that relied solely on me where I had to kind of test them. And I remember Natalie, when you were sort of like testing out Nate and, um, and, uh, and late, right. You were testing. I remember when you were testing both of them out. Yeah. Um, I workshopped both of those workshop shows. Them, yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's incredible. Like I was lucky to sort of like, just see how much work, uh, Natalie actually put into that. And then just when you see the final product, you're just like, wow, that's, that's how you make something great. You just, put a lot of work into it and uh i would say anybody hasn't seen nate yet i i would i can confidently say they've never seen anything like it and they really should see it and uh yeah i've been we've all been lucky enough to know natalie for a while so yeah it's just so great and i'm I'm so happy for your success with with the show thanks guys well i feel we're all so lucky to know each other it's a cool community Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Peter, I feel like uh, your thing most recently has been doing a bunch of, like, characters and stuff on your Instagram, right? Right, yeah. Yeah. I feel like that is, like, a solo, like, are you intimidated by that, or is that just you goofing around at the house? You know, uh, the reason I started doing it in the beginning was just I was just really bored at the house, and I had no outlet. I had no – it was, like, back in April when it was – when I started doing little videos because I had nothing to do. You know, we we all do show a lot of shows. Uh, We would do tons of shows around town and suddenly I was doing nothing and I just needed some kind of outlet for myself. And actually what I liked about it was it felt like zero pressure. I always wanted to do, put something just to sort of showcase myself like at at, uh, UCB theater, whatnot, but I just never really got around to putting something together. Um, and then suddenly now I had all this time and then I just kind of put that same energy into just making little dumbass videos. And then I started like, <laughs> and then the more time went by, the more I just sort of put a little bit more effort into them. Right. But um, first and foremost, it was just for fun and to just keep myself busy. That's it. They, they make me like gut laugh. We've talked about it uh, mm-hmm. on our Patreon before, but I don't think in one of these uh, like guest episodes, it's P Banny on Instagram. And you do a lot of, it's not like exclusively this, but like a lot of like Persian dads reacting to things and also <laughs> like uh, Persian like genre movies and, and uh, songs and stuff like that. And they are, you are insanely gut funny. Like your <laughs> the way your brain works uh, when it's just coming out of your mouth quickly, like hits you in the stomach. And so the videos are, oh, are like an expression of that, that I, uh, it, it's, it's really hard to condense yourself into like a minute video and mm-hmm. show your sense of humor in that way. And so I, I'm, I always am so impressed with them. Thank you, my man. Thank you so much. My, my biggest thing was like that now that I've been doing videos was like, okay, like, you know, now that I'm doing them, you know, the thing is, one thing that's always bothered me is as an Iranian, as a Middle Eastern in general, how little representation there is in any type of media and any type of sort of platform when it comes to Middle Eastern. 
whether it's in comedy, drama, TV, radio, film. I, I see it myself every day. So I wanted to like sort of in the small ways help, you know, help with that, with, with that, you know, reaching that representation. Although, okay, the only way I could do is start with myself. And then there's aspects of my culture that I think is like, I, I, I always consider myself an Iranian American where I share two separate cultures and the Iranian side of my culture, like I think is, has some really funny stuff. And then to me, I was like, okay, maybe I can just sort of combine what I think is funny in the Iranian culture with the American style of quote unquote style of comedy that I've learned and that I love. And that was kind of my, my idea was to see if, how well I could, if at all, like blend these two things together. Um, and, uh, so far it's just been fun, you know, just, and people have been really nice and supportive and, um, yeah, I just kind of just enjoyed it and it's kept me busy. Pretty much it. <laughs> it's a it's pretty- the one thing that every time I see one on Instagram, I'm like, oh yes, like a, like I wasn't expecting this at all, and I'm so glad there's a new one. Yeah, because like, because there could never be another one again, and I would be like, yeah, it's a little Instagram thing. But like every time I see it, it's like, oh, I hope they never stop. I'm freaking pissed at my algorithm. Uh, these aren't popping up. I'm freaking pissed. I see this girl's <laughs> ass freaking every day. Never <laughs> like it. And what the hell? I'm like, why does this keep coming up? Like, <laughs> maybe we had a like an Instagram algorithm body switch where you're getting mine and I'm getting yours. <laughs> I'm not getting nearly enough ass on mine. You're not. I get so much ass. I, I don't know what. All I, I'm getting is I'm, Iranian comedians, <laughs> and, and I'm looking for ass. <laughs> Uh, I think uh, that is like it, it comes it comes across as a little cheesy, but uh, that is like I'm not like super plugged into Iranian culture, uh, but it is like if something is like honest to the cultural experience of the person, it's it's funny because you can tell it's their lived experience, mm-hmm. and so it's funny. It, it, like you're saying about that, I think like part of the lack of representation that's argued by people in the position to make choices are like. I don't know if there's an audience for it. I don't know if people would get it. And it's like, so clearly that's untrue. Uh, I mean, I, I could, I, I, I could literally combat that just by, by giving you the statistics, you know, yeah. like, I, you know, let's just, and, and this is not even counting Middle Eastern. I'm speaking just, just the Iranian right now. Uh, there is about what, 80 something million Iranians just in Iran. And then there's another like, what, maybe 15, 10 to 15 million Iranians in the rest of the world together collectively. And if you're doing something to tap into that, you're going to tap into a portion of it, no matter what. And I think there's these days, there's a lot of projects that Mm -hmm. both TV and film that's showing that, that idea that there like this idea that basically Diverse stories won't sell internationally mm-hmm. or right. won't, you know, uh, sort of like big tent pole, unless it's a big tent pole idea film, TV, it's not going to sell internationally. And so many different projects that have come out recently that show that that's absolutely yeah, not true. It's such mm-hmm. old news. I don't know why people <laughs> are still operating in that school of thought. I mean, they've been proven wrong and wrong again. Right. People love watching all kinds of people just as long as, you know, there's some humanity and heart in it or if it's funny or if, you know, anybody can relate to anybody else's 
experience, uh, you know, or relate to what what they're feeling, even though even if they've never gone through it themselves, it's bullshit. People are me off. Uh, I'm gonna give a I'm gonna give a scene a shot. Let's try it here. Great, great. Hey, um, I know you wanted to watch Homeward Bound. I know you kind of grew up on it. Uh, but I was mm-hmm. thinking maybe we could watch something tonight that's a little more relatable. Uh, really? I just feel like this movie is about like, you know, it follows like talking animals, like dogs and cats. And it's just like. Okay. I All right. What do you have in, I what just, do you have in mind? I saw it with like a, you know, guy, maybe around 35 years old. You know, to someone like me, like a dude just looking for love in the city would be nice. Uh, I don't know what's uh, you know a Seth Rogen flick something like that you know it's a little more up my that that's what I relate to that's my lived experience or you know or if there's something your lived experience you don't watch these dogs and go like oh yeah I, I would hate to run into a wolf if, if I got lost somewhere no I just look at it and I it's I enjoy these talking animals. I don't know. I didn't think about that deeply. Yeah, you want to watch something else? Sure. Or no what problem. do you want to watch? Uh, let's let's make it your pick, but let's just know that uh, I have a few parameters, I guess, it, which is a compromise, is what it I is. Wanna, I would per- preferably want like to watch a film with talking animals. <laughs> you already you already said you don't want that. That's okay. We're roommates. We're friends. We're, we got to consider each other. You want to watch something else? You go ahead, but uh, I w- <laughs> okay. Well, I've been mean, like, is there something with talking animals that also has someone my as is Marley and me? Does the dog talk because Luke Wilson, Owen Wilson, no, Marley- is around my age in that movie? Mm-hmm. Well, no, yeah, I think and I've had a dog, age. and I've you know, I would love to date Jennifer Aniston. Is that the uh, the significant other? The in that love movie? interest in that, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, but the, the caveat is that the dog doesn't talk, that's the that dog. It's not like a talking movie type stuff. But again, I said, let's watch whatever you want to watch. That's fine. I just told you what I like. I'm not going to cry if I don't watch it. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't. I feel like this is this is we're at a bit of a crossroads here. I don't want you to be mad. Let's just throw on Knocked Up. All right. You want to watch Knocked Up? Sure. All right. Love Rogan. Sure. He's funny. Great cast. Cool. A, lot, a lot of improv in it. there he is yes why don't you just go fuck your bong (laughs) i've said that to you i've said that to you i know but this was so much funnier like like 10 years ago it's just i I sure you don't want to watch something like uh there's so much stuff on netflix does it have to be a shared experience well Well, throw out something on netflix what do you want to watch what's what's in their top 10 right now (laughs) All uh, right, um, Beverly, 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 they're wearing, um, just you know, 17th century, 18th century. I would never clothes. wear those clothes. I would never. So wear, what? I can't relate to so these what? people in these weird, funny little costumes. God, you did the same thing when we were watching Batman. Who cares that you don't fight crime? Let's. It's just a movie. It's yes. a story. I have the outfit. I don't use it to fight crime. Okay. I wear that <laughs> suit out. I related to that. I said that's a great suit. I'm similar to my own that I wear out to parties, but I don't fight crime. I use it to pick up. 
ideally a Jennifer Aniston type, get married, have a dog like Marley. <laughs> but that's all right. So no Batman. No, what, what's number two on here? Um, let's see. Let's Netflix see. top ten, uh, two thousand twenty-one. What is their top ten? <laughs> oh, here see. we go. Uh, co- oh, this is back. This was like a few months ago. But Coffee and Cream. Did you see this? No, Ed Helms is uh, Ed Helms is a cop, and uh, um, this little kid uh, doesn't like that his mom's dating a white cop, but then the kid witnesses a murder. Yeah, I can kind of relate to that guy, you know. What? How? How do you? How can you relate to him? I don't know. Ed Helms looks like me. Uh, You know, (laughs) it's kind of like a a, just like an everyday dude. You know, it's my guy. Yeah, look, let's let's watch. Let's, let's just watch. No, you're that, mad. Let's put the fucking dogs. No, on. I'm not. Let's watch the dogs run around. You know. No, uh, you're mad. Now you're mad. Like, look, you're I'm mad. I'm mad. I'm mad because you're mad. Yeah, I am empathetic. Hey, I am an well, empath. Um, guys, I'm I'm trying to study in here. Is everything okay? Yeah, uh, you shouldn't study in here. Go in your room and study. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My, well, <laughs> the. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, I'm I'm gonna go in my room. No, no, no. Uh, I mean, are we bothering you? So are hard we, to concentrate. Are we bothering you? Sorry, I mean. Well, no, it's just it was really easy to concentrate with the dog and the cat movie, but now, you know, everybody's talking, and you know, it's it's just a lot harder to focus. Uh, so I'm gonna take my. Books no, I get it. I'm outnumbered in here. the room. You like the movie because you relate to it. You like it because you don't relate at all, and so it's easy not to watch the movie. You can do your homework. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Yeah. They don't like it because you can't relate to it, so that means you can't enjoy it. it I I could not see i don't exp, i don't like music i don't listen to any music that is not talking about my own lived experience uh, so that, i only listen to one band blues traveler sean <laughs> sean remember what you asked me the other day when you said hey listen i'm lonely i'm single it's hard for me to go out there honestly i think one of the reasons why it's hard for you to meet other people is because you absolutely don't want to do anything that's outside of your level of interest and your experience. Like, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, 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 let me ask you. Bing bong. Okay. Well, hold that thought. Okay. I'm on the edge of my seat because this could solve all my problems if I figure out what's wrong with me. But yeah, get the dark. Get the dark. Hello. Oh, hey guys. Dominoes. Oh, thanks so much. Uh, let's see. Uh, 32. 32, okay. You take cash? I mean, that's, sorry, that's a stupid question. Of course, of course you take yeah. cash. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, here you go. Keep the change. Hang on, hang on. What did, sorry, what's, in the, what's in the pizza there? I didn't see the order. Mr. Domino's oh, man. A, uh, a meat lover's and a uh, Philly cheese. I can't relate to this pizza. What? I can't relate to this at all. Look at what? how meaty it is. I'm the opposite of meaty. I'm a stick here. And Philly... I've never even been to Pennsylvania. I don't under, I don't know anything about the founding fathers. Uh, can you go back? We'll take a uh, cactus cooler, and that's it. <laughs> what? No, dude, it's okay. Don't listen to him. Don't listen to him. We have that. Okay. Well, why uh, didn't we we'll see you later. Here? And I'll fuck uh, you. Wait, wait, John, aren't you Italian? Yeah, I'm Italian, I guess. But this, I mean, can't you relate to Domino in that way? You know, think about uh, it through a different lens. I'm not following you, really. Uh, I, I, not I, following that? It's pizza? <laughs> You're Italian? It's, <laughs> it's <laughs> <laughs> Really? 
you don't fire? <laughs> Uh, I didn't like that character. He put me in a bad mood. <clears throat> yeah, he was uh, uh, he was tough. <laughs> what if they put Italian tough. subtitles on the dogs and the cats? Maybe that maybe could have been a solution. I'd be interested. I am. I have started and restarted Duolingo Italian about fifteen times now. So. Oh, have you? Yeah, yeah. How far in did you get? Where do you do you quit because it's hard, or do you just lose interest? Um, what the. Both. The reason I lose interest is because it's hard because um, they don't teach you the root words. It's all memorization. Yes. So when it comes to speaking with somebody else, you're like, they don't do do anything conversational to work that muscle. Yeah. I'm like, I'm up really high in the Spanish levels. And then I tried talking to somebody in Spanish and I it's kaput. Yeah, I got no I've got to learn the app name, but excuse me, I'm burping. This is great for a Bless podcast. You. Uh, you. Thank you. Tony, <laughs> Tony um, uh, Charlene uses an app that uh, you, you can say a thing into the app and like someone from that country or an, a native speaker of it will like t- will t- tell you how you did. Basically, yeah, they can talk back with you also, like a language partner. Yeah, I forget what it is, but that's that's I think that is more what would be good for me, and also similar to performing in front of a small audience. What scares me Mm -hmm. is like that idea of interacting with a stranger in that way feels very uh, nerve-wracking. Intimate, yeah. To like get back into and use my Duolingo for French and with Tony actually, and. Uh, she was saying that something that she does is like watch a French thing. And so I've been like, I got to watch a show on Netflix that I can just binge through and like listen to it a lot, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but I, but I've been too lazy to do it. I've also, been, I don't, I don't want to watch a show of a language I don't understand. Yeah. I've been meaning to do <laughs> that, but watch a show I do understand with that language's subtitles. Right. Yeah, so yeah. like watch the office or whatever. Watch. Right. Uh, N- does Nate have uh, uh subtitles? Have you? S- I guess. It- <laughs> I yeah I or a different yeah. speaker yeah somebody's dubbing that thing that'd be cool to watch there's but, nothing uh, that would that really would nothing yeah. makes me feel like smarter than the idea of speaking multiple languages like that yeah. feels like what smart people do well I just feel like my parents really like my parents parents actually really fucked up like they all spoke Italian or whatever and they didn't pass it on to their kids because of the shame right. It's like, fuck you and your fucking, you know, insecurity. Like, fuck off with that. You're so weak. Get a fucking spine and talk Italian to your freaking kids. How about you, Pete? Did your parents speak Iranian to you? Yeah. Or Farsi? Uh, yeah, yeah. Or- Luckily, I woke I woke up. I grew up. I grew up. What's wrong with me? I grew up speaking Farsi. Uh, but the problem is I didn't learn how to read and write. I left Iran when I was about seven. It was right when oh, I was... Oh, I didn't know this about yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I was right when I was mm. like learning how to read and write. And then once I left Iran, I had to put so much focus in learning English that kind of mm. that just didn't leave. I mean, that's no excuse. I should have. But it just as a kid, I was kind of at that point, I just wanted to learn English and try to fit in with like people here. Yeah. Oh. But I still feel happy that I can speak, uh, at least speak the language. Yeah. Totally. Would you say that? Get you around town. Would you say that Peter is also weak as a seven year old for not having learned the written language? As weak as your grandparents? (laughs) Oh, yeah. You're fucking weak, insecure, little bitch. (laughs) Little bitch ass seven year old. I just want to be 
it in. Like, have some autonomy, <laughs> asshole. Protect it, it's, your roots, your culture. It's almost, like you, it's almost like you met me when I was a seven-year-old. <laughs> That's exactly what I needed. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, go back that, would made, that would have turned me and set me totally straight. That, that would have made me so great. Telling a seven-year-old to have some culture. I would have been... <laughs> I would have been the CEO of Pepsi by now. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dream job. Easily. Easily. The most yeah. cultured job in the world. I'm going to uh, kick so, my kids' ass in the culture. They're going to be so motherfucking cultured. I won't even know what language they're speaking. <laughs> <laughs> I um, With Hebrew, we spoke Hebrew in the house. Or my mom oh, like, wow. spoke Hebrew to me and my brother, and we would go to Israel regularly. Um, but I got, once I got to around like middle school, high school, I would get embarrassed to speak the language in Israel. Like you it, like to be badass. Fucking bitch ass. Insecure. Ballless. Ballless. Sad excuse for an American. America's supposed to Get be em. a melting pot of Get cultures. Em. Get Not em. a melting oh, pot into one single kind of culture. I, it's just hard, you know, sometimes because you don't know if you're going to say something wrong and someone's going to judge you now. Oh, please. Pussy. Shove a fucking burger in your mouth and call it a day. That's enough America. That's all you need to, to fit in an American school is shove a cheeseburger in your mouth. You know, who's going to be uh, fucking eating cheeseburgers now? That's all you got. That's all the only skills you got now is fucking shoving food in you're, your mouth. And you're right, actually. Fucking assless middle schooler. Sad excuse for a personality adult. You got nothing to define you, nothing to make you special. And why? Why? Because whoa, you whoa, had whoa. no Miss, spine Miss Palmitas, in please, seventh please. grade. Why are you yelling at a seventh grader like this? Uh, I know you're here to pick up your son, but what is going on? No, yeah. Um, have a good day, Daniel. Um, uh, have a good day. Uh, okay. Just remember what I told you, okay? Daniel, what did you say to Miss Palomitas? Oh, n- n- nothing. I, I was I was just saying that it, it, you know when I, when I'm nothing. I had a, she told us to try to speak Spanish like we're at a restaurant to order in Spanish, and I said it, ma- it mm-hmm. makes me nervous, and that's, that's yeah, all. No, I, no problem here. Okay, no problem here, sir. Okay. You can mind your own fucking business, please, okay? Well, okay. Because I'm just trying to give hey. this kid a little taste of okay. his fucking roots, okay? Well, this behavior is unacceptable in the car loop, Oh, okay? is it? Why <laughs> yes. don't you say that to me? Why don't you say unacceptable to me in Italian, Mr. Donatelli? <laughs> huh? Go ahead. I, Go ahead. Well, I don't know. I don't speak Italian. I, oh, and I why is that? Why is that that you don't know it and your last name's Donatelli, huh? Huh? Well, you a took stigma. a 23 of me? You took a 23 of me? Yes, and I'm full Italian. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> full Italian, except you don't have one Italian brain cell in, in that okay. little I don't even know why I'm defending myself upstairs. to you. You need to get back into your car and keep the loop moving. Or what and are you going to do? Don't huh? tell kids how to order at restaurants. They're fine. Okay? Oh, are they fine? Are yes. they fine? What if they were at a restaurant in Spain, huh? A full-blooded Spaniard got a got a testicle full of Spanish semen, but doesn't have one what brain cell even talking about? full of Spanish language. It's fucked, okay? This whole country, okay. this whole fucking school system is fucked. What what subject do you teach, Mr. Donatelli? 
What subject is it that well, you I'm, teach? Well, I'm technically just discipline. I don't, <laughs> I don't teach. I just, uh, I keep the car loop moving in the afternoons. Oh, and I... God. And look what? at how you're disciplining my ass. You can barely get me to get in my fucking car, you fucking spineless okay. prick. Okay. Sad excuse for... Hop you know in your what they car say? now, please. Hop in my car now. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you go ahead and discipline me into my car with a fucking please? Oh, that's the saddest excuse okay. for discipline I've ever seen. I'll take I'll I'll take the not Italian stuff, but I am a disciplinarian, okay? I I, I do that every day. That look at the vest, okay? The vest means I'm serious. The vest says you got some little little bitch tits under there. You're layering <laughs> okay. up so nobody can see your bitch tits. Okay. Okay, you okay, so you're good. You're good and you know what's going on. And that's, that's okay. Right. But you need to get back in your car, ma'am, and stop being a B I T C H right now, okay? Ooh. That's what you need to do. Okay. Mr. Donatelli. Okay. She was What was the whole sensitivity training for if you're gonna go around spelling derogatory words about women to their faces, okay? Mm-hmm. Mrs. Palomitas, I am so sorry. She asked me to. She literally asked me to. To what? To discipline her harder into the car. Well, he said, said he was a disciplinarian, so. Okay, look. I Just mean, if to you, see what he had. Your whole thing here is, and by the way, that's the title you gave yourself. You keep the cars moving. That's all it is, Mr. Donatelli. Also, I have no title. I don't have a title. I just have a verb. I mean, uh, I, we could figure out a title for you. I, I was just going to say minimum wage volunteer. Okay. Nobody, hey, Mr. Donatelli. Nobody's title has their wage in it. Hey, Mr. Donatelli, I pulled down my pants for you. I got my bare ass sticking out. What are you going to do with that? I huh? would love for you to pull them up and get back in your car, please. At this oh, point, really? that's a legal issue. Yeah. <laughs> Last time I checked, that's not how you discipline an ass. Try spanking it, okay? I'm not going to spank your ass. I just got reprimanded for spelling B-I-T-C-H. I know that the principal will not allow me to do that. Oh, so the disciplinarian got disciplined? You're a sad excuse for an (laughs) Italian-American and a disciplinarian. Okay. Pathetic. Come on, Lucas. Get in the car. Mom, you really embarrassed me. (laughs) That's what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to crush your little. Uh, your. I'm supposed to crush you. That's what, what? parenting is. I'm supposed what to crush do you mean, your Mom, spirit. You took your pants off and everyone saw your choo choo. Oh my! <laughs> oh my friends saw your. Your, your choo choo. Vagina. Say it, Lucas. Vagina. No, I'm seven. I shouldn't be saying. I should be saying cute things. Use, using cute references. I don't. Vagina. Hi, welcome to Taco hey. Bell. Can I take your order? Uh, hola, senor. <laughs> um, Hi. <laughs> um, I'll have um, uh, yo tango uno burrito y mi uh, hermano. <laughs> uh, we'll have. What, what will you have, son? Uh. Mom, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, I guess, sir, I'll just have a seven-layer burrito, um, two tacos. Uh, please replace the beef with Oh, wait, uh, wait. Uh, I bean. get it now. I get it now. Excuse me, sir. Get, get what Can now? you Order please it? ask me in Spanish? This is a Mexican. Can you ask me in Mexican? Uh, Mom, there's no such thing as Mexican, okay? It's you... a country. Mexico's a country. Spanish is the language. Well, he... 
whatever the fuck it is, Spanish, Mexican, <laughs> Spanglish, I don't care. This is a Mexican cuisine. Mexican cuisine? Is that what you said? <laughs> you know what? Forget it, sir. Uh, we bothered you enough. My mother and I are leaving. Oh, okay. Uh, another sale. So you blown. blew another sale, huh? <laughs> you blew another sale. What happened? Look, Donnie, I don't even know how I could have salvaged that one. The, the woman said, in Spanish, the woman said to me, I have a burrito. And then she pointed to that 13-year-old and said, and my brother will have. And then she just kind of lost it. Well, you know what, Ronnie? Yo tango customers, okay? <laughs> Yo tango customers. Yo Piero customers would be I want customers. Or, uh, well, I don't know. I don't know that. <laughs> okay, it's, I, I, living in America for, uh, how old are you? What is Yo Tango? I am? Years? Yeah, I am. Yeah, I have. Okay. I have. No, no, Tango is I have. Well, yeah, I have customers until you messed it up. Okay. Look, Donnie, I am so sorry. Please don't fire me. I, I need this job. I, 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 my my mom is very, uh, very um, – she likes to shop, and, and we're running low on money. That's not a, I'm sorry. That's not – I guess I'm very sad for you. Thank you. She's a shopaholic is what I was trying to – she's sick. Okay. It's a sickness. It's a disease. Okay. So please don't fire me. You're okay. fine. You're fine. Okay. I, just... I thought you were going to say you're fired. That sounded no, so you're close. Fine. <laughs> I, I agree. That is, that is scary. You're fine. You can get back on the window, okay? Just don't drive away anymore. Drive through customers. I'll try my best, Donnie. I, it's, Yo, tango customers. Okay. I think I understand. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I know in, in, in pre, what do we call it at the beginning of the day? The pre-meeting? It doesn't matter. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Taco Bell. Uh, can I take your order? Would you like to try the double nachos Bel Grande? Um, no, I would take, uh, <laughs> uh, let me go ahead. Fuck. I'll take, I'll take two quesadillas, lots of beef, please. Hold the chicken, if you will. Uh, one bean burrito, no bean, add cheese. Hold the chicken, if you will. Uh, and a couple of, uh, sodas, no ice, extra bubbles, no chicken, please. <laughs> okay, sir. Uh, can, um, would you like a for the sodas? No bubbles, uh, uh, extra bubbles. No, extra, no, sorry, bubbles. Yeah, extra bubbles. You're blowing no. this. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. For the for the soda, extra bubbles, no ice, no chicken. We have Coke, Diet Coke, Dr Pepper, Mountain Dew, Mountain Dew Code Red, uh, or root beer. Uh, do you have Canada Dry? Um, n- n- no. No. Um, then uh, I'm afraid uh, you don't have my business, friend. They don't have Canada Dry. Okay. Are you letting him walk through the drive-thru? I didn't know he was on foot. I... <laughs> Where did he walk down again like that from? I... <laughs> yes, Excuse me. Hi. Hi. Can, uh, welcome to Taco Bell. Uh, can I take your order? Would you like to try a nachos double bell grande? Uh, no. Oh, Bye. No. Wait. What are you doing? Is it your essence? Is it what are you? Did you put something out on the sign? What is happening? I, no, I don't know what. I if That's I do three the answer, in a row. If I do the answer, nobody leaves the drive-through. <laughs> See. There is no truer statement. Once you're in the Taco Bell drive-thru, you are you're in. You're committed. Let's just say you're stuck. <laughs> whatever, in whatever way you mean, you're stuck. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> Peter Banifaz, Natalie Palomitas, thanks for doing the show. It was so fun to see you both. Uh, yeah. Thanks so much. Did, yeah, that was fun. Natalie, is there anything thanks. you'd like to plug or reiterate where people can find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at NatDogCatDog and on Instagram at Natalie Palomitas. Thank you. And Peter? Awesome. Uh, and you can find me at Instagram uh, at pbani, P-B-A-N-I. And uh, thanks for having me. It's such a blast. So good to see you. See you, uh, sweetie pie. It's all of you. Yeah, same. You too, Peter. Made me, me too. feel great. That was fun. A nice little recipe. Thanks for doing it. Great yeah. to see you both. And everybody listening, thanks for listening. Find us at patreon.com backslash you're the man now, dog. Or, yeah, that's all. Thank you. Ryan, anything thanks. else? Bye. 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 Bye.